We could be strong together for so long. Couldn't we be happily ever after? Leaving you never till forever's gone. Hey, y'all. Hello. Welcome back. It's your favorite 15 Good Minutes, episode 18 here. Yours truly, Kirk and Out. Um, Today is going to be a special day. (laughs) So stay tuned and hold your wigs because who knows what might happen next. Tell them who you are. My main Apple Scrapple, my shooter. Who are you, girl? Hey, y'all. Shy. Lee. Hey, y'all. Shy. So listen, real quick, let me take, can I have the honor to do this? No. You do oh. not have the honor to do this. I don't. Okay. No. All right. Well, you go ahead. You take it then. You want, you want it, you got it. Go on. I'm going to grab my back. microphone. Like oh, this. man. <clears throat> well, guys, if you don't know, one of my favorite shows of all time is The Black Love Doc. If you haven't watched it, I suggest you try. It's amazing. An amazing show. Um, a new series, new season of the series is coming out uh, this week. So in uh, honor of this amazing show, we thought, we will, you know, demonstrate some black love on 15 Good Minutes today um, because black love is revolutionary. So we thought we would start off with some newlyweds who we know and love so dearly. Uh, ours truly, Kirk and Out. Hey, yes. <laughs> and here along with me, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry it took so long to make this happen. I had to double back, go pick up this bad brownie next to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got my... uh. My life partner, my better half, my better half in the studio with us today. Listen, all thoughts and comments are those of hers alone. She does not speak for me. These are her alone. Okay. Uh, I can get in trouble on my own. I don't need her help too. And be careful on what you listen to because she might not tell all the stories accurately. Don't give any disclaimers. Please tell the world her, her wonderful name. I got in here Big P with me tonight, y'all. Big Panda in the house. My wife, Amanda. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Welcome back to the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. If, you, if you guys are, um, I guess, Lifetime 15 Good Minutes fans, Amanda was actually um, in our Black Panther episode, but she didn't sit next to Kirk. We kind of had her separated in the panel but now they're married so they can sit next to each other hello (laughs) hey (laughs) y'all what is with y'all in this hey (laughs) y'all so everything this is all about black love so i thought i would just ask you guys some questions and then feel free to ask each other questions as the conversation goes on but it's just going to be a candid an open uh conversation with us is that cool yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Kirk seems very nervous. I'm, I'm over here sweating. No, he's not. Yes, I am. That's why I cut that fan on. <laughs> so first, before we get into the nitty gritty, just can you tell everyone um, how long you've been married? Uh, almost six months. Almost six months. So next month will be six, six, months. six months. We got mar- ma- Mari. We got married March 20th. So. Okay. So... Here is the story. Now, I know you guys might not have the same story because usually in couples, they have differing <laughs> perspectives of this question. But um, I'll have Amanda go first and then I'll have Kurt go. OK, Amanda, how did you and Kurt meet? OK, so we met. <laughs> 
we met back in uh i think it was 2013 2013 on um andrew's air force base actually um i was there working out with one of my best friends and um he was there with one of his friends and he approached us <laughs> he he approached us when we were okay so we were there my friend and i were there because she was in a um a company basketball tournament to like raise money for an organization. So we had this bright idea to go to Andrews and practice basketball. Like <laughs> either one of us know what we're doing as far as basketball. So we're on the basketball court at Andrews and that's where he approached us with one of his friends. So that's where we officially met. So what did he say when he approached you? I actually don't really remember, but I know that it was along the lines of like, oh, let me help you guys with the basketball, show you some <laughs> stuff or whatever. And so it was like, oh, okay. You know, at that point we were open to any suggestions because we had no idea what we were doing. Okay. Um, so that's kind of how he broached the conversation. Um, my memory is terrible, but, you, but sometime after that is when he asked me for my number. Um, and then that's how it kind of went from there. So I see my brother was shaking his head a little bit. I don't know why that's accurate. Did her story not align with yours? So yes, we did meet at Andrews, but I don't recall being with my friend that day. I don't think he was with me. I thought I was by myself. No, I you thought, weren't. I thought I, yeah. I could be wrong. Though. I, I don't remember yeah. that part, but yes, I did see them over on the basketball court from inside the weight room and they struggling. were struggling. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I came out and I, her, her best friend, she told me what she was doing and what she was trying to go for. And I was like, well, look, you trying to shoot these 20 foot shots and that's not where you're going to make your money at. Your best bet is to just work on this simple move right here, which was a pump fake because everybody's going to block her shot. Right. And then just go to the basket and just yeah. get a layup. So that was the, that was the was move. Helping. So I was, I was helping. right. Yes, okay. you were right about that. I just don't. Right. I don't recall him being present. I just don't. <laughs> but um, he was so definitely they, present though. The next time we saw each other at the gym. But that's, that's what I was going to say. So what happened? So yeah, keep going. So uh, actually, <laughs> we were talking. We were talking, smoke talk, conversation, and she took my phone and she was like, "Hey, um, take my number." I, I I remember or something. I was trying to put the number in the phone, but at some point in time, she took the phone and she like showed me like your card or something like that, like your contact information. Oh, the, mm -hmm. So like she did that. And then like I reached out a couple of times and then we ended up going out to celebrate. The first date was. It perfect. wasn't. I don't know why you don't remember this yeah. first date. <laughs> like it, we went to this bar was it the first thing? No, maybe? the first, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. The very first time we went out was for her, the same friend who I helped. Yeah. Birthday. Her birthday. Um, she was having like a party on U Street and, and I invited him and his friend out. But the friend didn't show and I was by myself. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I'm glad he didn't come or I wish he had have been there because it was definitely a tight and uncomfortable situation. So, so long story very short, the... My my best friend rented out like the lower level of a club. I guess it's like a club restaurant type thing on U Street. If you know U Street, it's like everything is a mix mosh. Mm -hmm. So like the the bottom level, she rented it out. Um, it was really cute. You know, everybody got there. But on this particular night, 
it was mm-hmm. LGBTQ night. Oh. <laughs> but we did not know that when we booked it, we just booked it because the space was available and we liked it, right? And so once we get there, we had dinner, we got there, and then I walk in and I don't really notice it because I don't really like right. it's not a thing I look at or look for, right? right? So I didn't really notice it until I came back upstairs to get him. And it was like a lot of couples. And I was <laughs> like, oh. And so I went down, I like went to go get him. He was like, nah. <laughs> like, like, I don't think and so I went back downstairs and told my friend Whitney. I was like, Whitney, um, I was like, I'm just gonna tell you, like, upstairs, I think it's LGBTQ night. And she was like, what? She was like, we had no idea. So, like, mm. of course, people are coming. They're like, is this the place? Is this where we're supposed mm. to be? So that's when he was like, uh, yeah, I don't think this is going to be a good you, But you came in, though. So before I came in, I was, like, on the fence, very much so. She was she was super bad. She was she still is super bad. She's super I was about to say, she still is. So I'm like, yo, I can't not go out there and you know what I'm saying I can't I can't not show I'm already here mm-hmm. so this this guy was standing on the step and he was like you seem lost and I'm like I'm trying to find such and such and he was like this is it come on in <laughs> you know what I'm saying so I'm like <laughs> so this was technically mm-hmm. our first date like this is this is the first like meetup but he came in I came in we walked stayed, through the lines then we didn't really stay even for that long either because, yeah. like, it was, it was, like, a lot of confusion that night for mm. some reason. So we didn't even stay that long. So we really didn't even get the talk for real. Mm-hmm. And then we went out again. Mm-hmm. And that, that's probably what I'm talking about. We went out again to, like, this bar-type place. And we actually kind of had an official date, I guess you would say. Okay. And then he told me that he had been married and had two kids. And I was like, deuces. Deuces, I'm, I'm, let me be out. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm going to roll out on that one. Um, in my head, I was like, he might as well lose my number. This ain't going to happen. Like, I think I was like 24. You know, I'm like, I'm not dating no man that had a whole wife and two kids. Like, what? No, I'm trying to be out here on the streets living my life. She was of the world, y'all. I was of the world. Was, she, was, she was of the age. That I, I mean, was, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. So, you still do the same thing. But I that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie because I was with a whole man that was married before that had kids. Yep. See? And then ghosted him. I didn't ghost so, him. I ghosted him. Shy, shy St. Patrick. <laughs> no, but I did. I ghosted him. After that day, after he told me that, I mean, you, I mean, his number was pretty much. So, so you really ghosted him? Like he reached out to you and you wouldn't respond? Yeah. Oh. No, well. So no, I would I call, I would call, she would reply, she would talk, you know what I'm saying? Conversations were short. I would just pop in though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would pop in periodically. Yeah. And then some time went on. But I never told him like no. why I wasn't yeah. interested. She so, never said she wasn't interested. I never she said just, I wasn't. I just kind of disappeared. Right. <laughs> I know that play. I know how to do but, that. But I had to rewind the clock real quick. So then okay. the next time I saw her after that, um, this is an exclusive. Y'all heard it here first. Breaking news. Oh man. So the love doctor himself got oh, his heart broken. Yes. So I'm like, yo, she not feeling the, this guy. She not feeling the kid. Like what's the problem? Right. So I had worked out this time. I know for a fact my, my, my buddy was with me. Right. 
So we together, me and him together at the gym. We working out. We see her and her homegirl. You know what I'm saying? Again, this is Again, after after our, after our the date. dates and all of this stuff, yeah. right? It's and probably a couple months later. Yeah, I don't I don't care. This this is fast forward to the part. So I go outside and it's pouring down raining, but the, the workout still had for us to run, right? So we're at the door. I see her at the door and because it's raining. Because it's so raining. Somebody's it's pouring. going to get the car. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let's go ahead and run. Like I would have, I could have taken it to the treadmill, but I, I'm I'm being honest right now here. First time y'all heard yeah, it. Yeah, first time I'm hearing it. Go I ahead. went outside and I ran in the rain, pouring down rain because I needed something to hide my tears. No, he was. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I want to go outside. My friend and I are so My friend and I said, baby, be quiet. I'm <laughs> standing outside with me and my best friend and. He like comes out almost like behind us, like out the door. It was like, excuse me, excuse me, like this. And so I look, <laughs> I look, and then I looked at my friend like, like, oh crap, that's that's him, right? And so then he acts like he doesn't see me. He acts like you know she's short that I don't know him. Like I didn't see her. this is this is how he's acting. So I'm like, cool, like I'm good at this game, child. You ain't listen. I'm, I'm the creator. So then he's like. Him and his friend are running up and down like the street in the in the pouring down rain. So I'm just like, what is he doing? I was like, you know what? He just want to be seen. I'm gonna let him be seen. Then he came back and he still didn't say anything to me. Like when he walked past me again, he was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. Hurt's not the word. I was heartbroken. Yeah. (laughs) But okay. But eventually, y'all got back together. So how much time passed between y'all actually reuniting? Uh, that was thirteen. We met so back up three, in sixteen, three and years. a half almost. Actually, yeah. it was like wow. the very end of two thousand sixteen. When wow. like, yeah, I was coming out of a relationship. Um, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Good looking out, homie. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was coming out of a relationship that like earlier that year in two thousand sixteen, and he was. I was coming out of entanglement. I had just got untied. Oh gosh. He was somewhere, somewhere on the way out, somewhere. I'm just going to put okay. it like that. Um, okay. And so we kind of reconnected, you know, via Instagram. Right? See you at the crossroads. So, oh, so you so, split yeah. in the DM? Kirk. <laughs> sure did. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, go, it go down in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, just to let y'all know for today, um, while you're listening, this is an extended clip. Did the sound. <laughs> this is an extended version of 15 minutes because we got to know more about them too. <laughs> so you slid in the but look DM. Though, I wish the people at home could hear this and see what just almost happened. She was ready to bust her shots too, but then she missed her I moment know. to shoot. She <laughs> was about to be pew, pew. But she, oh, I should have <laughs> shot my 22. You should have shot your 22. 22. You got to shoot your shot. You got to shoot your shot. We're going to come back to it. Right, right. I'm going to tap okay, you. I'm going right, to tap right. So you, you slid in the DM. And, yes. and Amanda, when he slid in your DM, were you totally open to it? Or were you still like, oh, shoot, this is the dude I go to? Hell no, she wasn't open to it. She was just trying to eat. <laughs> I'm going to tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah, she was just trying Absolutely. to get a free meal. I was not interested at all, actually. Because also by that time, he had another child. Mm. And so, and I, <laughs> you know, so if, if, if being uninterested per the two... I was definitely uninterested per the three. So it was just kind of like, uh, yeah, he seemed cool, whatever. I'm out here. You can buy me some dinner, you know, whatever. That's really what it was going to be. 
and that was my mindset you know pretty much going so, into into the dating but what happened was i put that jim Beheim syracuse two three no press, let's, uh, be, let's be honest let's I, be, let's be, be honestly <laughs> speaking I, I i i applied pressure no he did and so i applied pressure and that's what i was saying with the jim Beheim thing the two three you gotta listen man but what I but what really changed my mind, to be honest with you, was like we had that probably like the first date after the first or second date, I think something around there. After this is in two thousand sixteen. Um, seventeen. It was seventeen when we were like going out because sixteen was in the around the holidays oh, yeah. when I hit. You. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was like I remember that, that early <laughs> that early time. So um, we had had a conversation, and he asked me like why I wasn't interested in him the first time or like what happened. Um, and I was honest with him. I'm like, you know, the fact that you had been married and that you had pretty much a family, you know, scared me because I was very young. I was like, and I don't, you know, and I, I can be very selfish at times, you know, and I think about myself a lot and what I like. And I know that as a parent, that's not a luxury that you have. And mm -hmm. so it's like, you know, how would we mesh, you know, those two worlds, you know, together? It's not, it's just, you know, you have to be a responsible person when you have kids. You can't just be flying off oh, the wall, doing yeah. whatever you want. And that was very much my mentality. And so, you know, when, when I say that, he's just like, why don't you just say that? I'm like, what you going to do? Oh, yeah, them kids are going to be a no-go. Right. You know, it's like, right. what are you going to do about about them? It's Man, not, F them kids. So it's, no, not like you can, <laughs> it's not like you can just go, you know, like, not have them anymore. So it was just like, for me to say that to him, I one didn't want to hurt his feelings or make it seem like it was a bad thing that he had, had kids. But you know, I knew that in that time of my life, it just wasn't gonna work. Like mm -hmm. that type of life wasn't gonna work for me. Um, and so once we had that conversation, you know, it it kind of like opened up more communication, like to really get to know who he was. And then it was like, oh, like he's actually a nice guy. <laughs> you know, like he's a genuine person kind of a, you know, conversation. And so that's what was like, oh, well, maybe I could kind of sort of give him a chance. And then also, you know, God's timing is perfect because I was actually in a relationship with somebody who did not have kids, but was not putting me first. Mm. So it was like, it's not really the kids or the responsibilities outside of you. It's more so like the person and yeah, are they going are. to put you per, are they going to put you first? Right. And so that was, that was also like, Oh, well, I had this guy, he didn't have kids. You know, he had, you know, on paper was perfect, but in real life, it was like, I didn't feel like he put me first. I felt like there was always going to be something over me. And so with him, you know, even in dating, I could see like, he was like, making me a priority oh well, look that at you. was so that was very attractive that was very attractive and it was like even though he has you know children it was like he still is very concerned with like me and and what i have going on so that was that was also something that was like okay well maybe i'll give him a shot oh you don't <laughs> Breaking news. I am the love doctor. Oh my gosh. You're Thank hurt. You. You're not the love doctor. When you do love doctor, it seems like it's like a gimmick. That's why I'm always yeah, shutting it down. Please. No, you shut it down because you're a hater. No. no. If you're genuine, you're genuine. Love doctor just seems like a character in a show. Yeah. Okay. But that's all. But anyway, okay. Kirk, when did you know that Manda was your wife? 
Mm. Um, a couple or, times. Or did More you just know, once. like, it was, just looking at her? It wasn't, it wasn't just the uh, one situation. Um, it was just, like, a, a, a mountain, really, of, of situations, conversations, incidents that just made it crystal clear, like, hey, dummy, what you doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, that's simply put, but, like, the most, the thing that really stood out and really jumped out was um, meeting her family. Um, I met grandmom, I met grandmom, parents, sister, brother-in-law, nieces, nephew, all of that. Mm -hmm. And like that environment was just like super, it felt like the Cosby's mm -hmm. one. And then the other thing was the, um, we had a disagreement <clears throat> and like, honestly, and I and correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. like in knock on wood, uh, we haven't had an argument or conversation. We haven't had an argument. We've had discussions. Mm -hmm. We've had conversations, but they've never been disrespectful. No one's ever been called out their name. Mm -hmm. um, I can raise my voice a little bit. So sometimes my octave goes up a little higher than it might should, but um, <laughs> we're working on that. <laughs> yeah. It, I'm a work in progress, but you know what I'm saying? It was just like, it's just, you know what I'm saying? Our communication is just, there was nothing toxic about it. And I've dealt with quite a few toxic situations and I'm not mm -hmm. putting it on anybody else. I'm just saying I've been toxic in some situations. And this was one time that it was like, there was no toxicity. Mm -hmm. mm. So Amanda, when, when did you know? She ain't uh, know until I got down on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, we actually went through a pretty difficult time in our dating relationship, you know, where we where it was, it was, it was almost like, you know, are we going to separate or are we going to like stay together? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it took a lot of growth on both of our ends to mature. And I think after that situation, you know, kind of coming out of it and seeing how much work he was willing to put into the relationship. And then also how much work I was willing to put in. I didn't really know I had it in me mm -hmm. to do it. So that's kind of, after that situation, I think I was like, okay, this is somebody that I know is going to work on this relationship as much as I'm going to work on this relationship. Mm -hmm. And that is something that, you know, in marriage, you can't put a price on Cause it's like, you know, you're going to go through a lot of crap, you know, when you're married and life is going to throw you a lot of crap. So it's like, you have to be with somebody who wants the relationship as much as you want it. And that was a big, big point when I was like, like, I'm a married this man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you've been married for six months. Well, almost six months now. Now I'm thinking back to when you were engaged or planning for your wedding, your COVID wedding and everything mm -hmm. and to, and fast forwarding to now is, do you, did you predict um, how this life, this married life for six months was going to go? Or was this a total surprise? Oh, I, hell no. I don't think yeah, nobody could expect, expect uh, expected this. Yeah, we was really thrown for a loop because, yeah. <laughs> you know, we were engaged like a year and a half. So we had a, you know, like a longer, I guess, engagement. And so we were planning for, you know, this big event and, you know, our family and 
then it would be like we would immediately maybe go on a honeymoon and then maybe we would travel a little bit you know this first year and you know this is our <laughs> thoughts so you know the week of our wedding we had to cancel it yeah. because of COVID so that was traumatic I mean for me because I literally was so I mean, I had so much anxiety in my body just from planning this whole time and like finally getting to the point where you're like, okay, I'm done. Like we're finished. It's going to be it. And then for literally to be like, yeah, no, y'all can't have this wedding. Like, you know, it's, it's Sunday. It's Sunday and your wedding's Friday and you ain't having it. And so I'm like in total meltdown mode. Like I'm just like, every time somebody even mentions wedding how are you you couldn't even say words with w's in them I Kirk, Kirk was like i had text Kirk one day and i'm like we're trying to figure out the plans and getting the, getting down there to the to the wedding and he's like whatever you do please do not ask manda how is she like do not ask her Mm-mm. i was like okay i got it i'm not i was i was a mess and so you know he really had to kind of like step up and contact people to let them know and you know really moving things around you know, I have a really great, you know, group of friends and family that helped me a lot, you know, as far as like contacting vendors and all this other stuff. Like it was a lot. And so even in that week of getting married, it was stressful. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then it's like to go home and be in the house, literally in the house for, you know, at that point, we, it was like, it was probably like three or four months since we, till we even like got out to do anything you know, it was like four months in the house. So it just definitely was not. And here we are, you know, six months later. And it's just like, we still haven't gone anywhere. You know, it's like, we went to Tennessee. We did go to a wedding in Tennessee, which was very nice. Both of us were the newlyweds on the block. Yeah. And that was a beautiful wedding, but it was just, you know, it's been very different. Definitely Mm -hmm. not anything like we've imagined. That's for sure. Yeah. What would you say, and Clark, you can start first. What would you say is the greatest experience so far being married? I don't think I'm allowed to say what I'm thinking. Um, I ain't gotta pull out. It's like no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, you know what? what has been the greatest? Um, I... Just knowing, like for real, for real, like this has been. This has been the first time for real, for real that I did. Yeah, I was married before. Um, I wasn't ready. I was at her age when we met when I got married the first time. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I can now looking back, I can understand where her fears were, but I had already went through it and lived through it. So, mm-hmm. um, but like, I think the thing for me is uh, just knowing that I got a partner, like a, a, a rider regardless you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna oh i don't always like what she has to say i do not i'm saying that again i do not like what she always <laughs> has to say but it's always coming from a place of like you know what i'm saying people are genuine yeah it's always coming from like the place of love and, and, and being genuine mm-hmm. um and it, of care and concern as well like my best interest is at heart um even for herself as she can be at times she still has me you know in there thinking about me um, and that was big for me because the only person that I felt like love with this, excuse me, is with my mom, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Regardless of my flaws and all, this woman would love me and be there for me. And that was my mom. And, you know, I lost her back in 2000, 
2006. So to have uh, Amanda now, you know what I mean? It was just like, it's a wrap. Oh, what about you, Amanda? Um, <laughs> you whispering to me, but you want the mic. So you might, can you repeat the question for her? I blew her away with my answer, y'all. Y'all see that? I What was your greatest experience? So oh, far. Be, so oh, be married. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, you threw me off with the whole. Okay. Anyway, um, the greatest experience. Um, I don't know if there's one. Like since we've been married, it's just a. I mean, it's just a simple fact that we can be in the house with one another for, you know consistently just him and I for you know six months and we not be at the point where we're like trying to like strangle each other oh hell no that is like you know that's a true testament you know to like like genuinely liking a person you know it's like you know I'm we're in the house day in and day out you know with one another just him and I it's like I don't know of another situation where couples have had to do that you know for an extended period of time so I think that the experience is like, oh, like I can just be with him and that will be okay, even if we didn't have anything else to do. Mm-hmm. So I wanna be with you. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and then like um we've been supported by like some great couples and great people. Yeah. Unk and like some of the best advice that we have, and I still hold true to um Unk saying, you know, have people around you guys who are gonna support you both. Yeah. Not just you. Or not just her, but they support y'all. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know the, what I'm the saying? marriage. The marriage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The union, the, mm-hmm. that unit, and that's been huge. And then another set of advice that we got, I feel like, has been great. Was, mm-hmm. um, you know, every day we get, you have to choose. You get a choice every day, and every day we choose to be here. Yeah. And um, our great friend Gerard and Takia, who sung Takia sung at the proposal, mm-hmm. um, she her husband Gerard was like you know that's what it is like me and Takia every day we just have to pick and we we choose happily and willfully uh, we don't always like each other but that's fine but we still choose to choose be here to be in the marriage and you, yeah. and you put in the work you yeah. put that yeah. work in which that's- and it's and it's work it's 24 7 365 soon as you feel like you got something like soon as you feel like the okay we've out. mastered that right bottom fall out something happened and you feel like oh wait you know that's basically like as soon as you think you cool like it's cool something happens and you're like wait oh we not cool marriage is like that meme of that little kid who's running down the hall and then they like oh and then they turn back and run back (laughs) like it's like you're doing great i'm moving and then you get to this spot oh shoot i got to go back yeah yeah, man listen or it's like it's like it's like going parking and like row z and you gotta walk the A. You gotta all the way. You forgot your mask. So now you gotta go all the way back to get your goddamn old mask. It's a fact. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, what what would be one piece of advice you would give someone that is um either newlyweds or those no, not newlyweds, those are that are engaged or those that are dating talking about marriage. And you got about like one minute to drop it, like your elevator pitch. Uh, pre is this thing on premarital okay counseling? If I'm telling, listen, is it on? Can y'all hear me? Go to premarital counseling. I'm telling you because it is. It was it's so eye opening for us. 
And it was more so not because we felt like we had problems, but it was just like, okay, how can we prepare for marriage? Because it's, it's almost like this thought, like, um, like it's, um, you know, like this unknown forest, right? And you're like, okay, well, if I get these certain tools, compass, blah, 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 I'll be able to navigate it. Hell no. But it's, it's, it's still like, even with the compass, you still don't know where you're going. But the compass helps, right? It helps you to be prepared for the unknown, basically. Mm-hmm. And that really helps us because it was, it, they, they were able to, our therapist was able to, you know, propose questions to us that we, we had never about. talked about. Yeah. And that maybe don't come up in just your normal day-to-day conversation or things, you know, that we do talk about or almost that you assume that the other person feels the same way you feel. It's like, oh yeah, I know that he feels like that and I feel like that. And then in therapy, he says something completely different. You're like, hold on, what? You feel I only like, eat apples because you like apples. I hate yeah. apples. And he's like, I don't <laughs> like them. I'm like, you don't? I'm like, every time I fix them, you eat them. And then it's so, it's, so that is, for me, is a staple. And it's, it's, it's so helpful in conversations, even after the therapy session. We've, we have conversations for hours sometimes after it. So it helps you to kind of um, talk through things more, you know, and to really try to get to know the person. Um, but that is numero uno for me. Do you agree, Kirk? You have something different? Um, I concur. But I also would advise folks to go into it with the understanding that that person is not going to make you whole. Mm-hmm. Um yeah you have to become whole on your own. Mm-hmm. Your happiness, like Will Smith said, is that of your own responsibility. You can't look for that into someone else because then that's conditional loving. Mm-hmm. And love should be unconditional. I should love you when, like music said, when your hair turns gray, all of it. you know what I'm saying? All of that. When you add a little weight, all of that. And that that is an imperative to, to a relationship growing and going in a direction that a healthy direction that it should go mm-hmm. into or any relationship. Um, so yeah, I, w- I would say that. That's Become beautiful. Whole. Thank you for that. Not a problem. Welp. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, I think. It was like on 45 good minutes. Oh, we, did, we did good today. Oh, and we, we, you guys dropped some nuggets. You um, Thank you for allowing us into your lives into your into your experiences um it was really good and i know our listeners are going to have questions or comments or you know just take your advice to heart and that's what we really want so creating that community and of course black love is revolutionary so thank you for allowing us to celebrate your black love power to the people um if you guys um don't follow us make sure you follow us on 15 good minutes on twitter facebook instagram we're on all streaming platforms like comment comment like all posts please and thank you subscribe um we still haven't had the murders of brianna taylor arrested or tried um our thoughts and prayers go out to trayford pellerin's family jacob blake's family of course brianna taylor's family everyone that has lost their life or has been shot by the police or done any aggression had any aggression from the police nba we stand with you wnba Naomi Osaka, Kenny Smith, all of you guys that are just using Yo, your check out the NBA, um, Major League Baseball, yep. hockey. Everybody's taking a stand right now. And that's that's like super, you know what I'm saying? Like Use inspirational. Your voice. Use yeah, your voice. Definitely. But I also we hope that I, I definitely I definitely appreciate that. 
Yeah. So make sure you comment, hit us up, tell us your love stories if you're married or you're engaged or dating or whatever, and we will hear from you and you will hear from us next week. Take care, guys. And y'all better be better than what y'all did with that Tyler Perry poll because I ain't <laughs> I'm, I'm, I ain't over that stuff okay. yet. No, no, I ain't no all right. No, no, hell no. I don't look like him. Yeah. It's on <laughs> site. For anybody who said okay. that, it's on site. All right, all right. <laughs> Peace out. Bye. Bye.